It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Happy Friday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the news is the conspiracy. Or wait, it's the other way around, where the conspiracy is the news. And is this weird? This camera thing's weird. All right, that's fine. Uh, We're going to go with uh, this weirdness stuttering thing going on right now, but that's cool. What's happening, guys? I hope everybody's having a fantastic happy Friday. And uh, let's see, can we swap this out? Uh, yeah, maybe I'll try that. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so, so point is this, right? Uh, we are, we are doing our thing, right? We are speaking about, um, just propaganda. This, this, this show is really sort of a, I always talk about on troubled minds radio, uh, the other show we do, uh, how, how propaganda is really forming a new reality a new dis- our, our new dystopian reality okay and it's really it's sort of being brought about through clickbait and bs articles and half truths and you know sp- spun information all the rest of this stuff and so this show in particular is more like a uh sort of a way just to get together and sort of parse those news cycles in in uh, sort of a just a quick hit manner uh we used to do uh back on troubled minds radio back in the old days we used to do a an actual uh news segment right and that was um, happening with uh, as part of the show and so that new segment got larger and larger and larger and larger took over half the show and so it didn't make sense to have a show about i don't know vampires but then half the show you're sort of talking about news and politics and stuff so uh we just peeled it off entirely and so now the troubled mind shows are sort of self-encapsulated as a full discussion on a particular thing or idea and this in particular is uh just became the news and so we do the show on uh, monday and friday Friday and uh, it's 3 p.m. Pacific uh, and this is what we do. So uh, as always, uh, transparency is an important part of this for myself and I think for you because uh, you know you, um, I I truly believe you, I, you need to be able to call me on bullshit. If I'm trying to pass off some bullshit, you need to be able to call me on it. And so um, speaking of calling me, 
there's a phone number you can reach me at live right now during the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, we'll put you on the show. It's as easy as that. And uh, you could also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. The phone number's there, the uh, the Discord link, all, all the social media, all, all the, uh, the the Troubled Mind shows. You can find everything there, the podcast feed. Everything is there, and uh, that's where you that's where you do it. That's where you find it. So, all right. So, what we're going to do is the news. And uh, as we kind of roll through here and wonder what's up, let's just get to it and find out what is up. And this is from uh, NBCNews.com. And this is this is a little bit wild. One sec here. Okay, so this is this is uh, again. Now this is we've been following this for a very long time now on Troubled Minds, uh, all the way through on the news show and also on the other show. Uh, headline is this: CIA says Havana syndrome, not result of sustained campaign by hostile power. Okay, what? which is it right and we're getting conflicting information about this stuff all the damn time and it irritates me because well if they know what this is then why has has there been all this weird reporting about this other thing now they're saying it's not this thing but it is coming from the cia and so the cia of course as we know isn't really the most truthful organization for a lot of reasons but uh yeah anyway let's read some of this Uh, in a new intelligence assessment the cia has ruled out that the mysterious symptoms known as havana syndrome are the result of a sustained global campaign by a hostile power aimed at hundreds of u.s diplomats and spies six people briefed on the matter told NBC News. Now, just uh, as, a, as a matter of um, WTF here, uh, so six people briefed on this in particular uh, were, were are leaking to the media? Like, like once again, right? And, and this, is a, this is why we do this. This is why we talk about this stuff. And this is why I think it's important is that uh, a lot of this information that we get that, that you know, uh, in this case, NBC News, but it could be Fox or CNN or any of the other ones, right? Uh, it, it's, it comes from leaks. And so if we're talking about classified briefings and we're saying six people, six people briefed on the matter right there, six people briefed on the matter, like. Okay, so this is a leak then, right? This is literally, uh, if it's not public information, why are they reporting on it? A leak is a felony. How come they let these people leak, right? Some people are allowed to. Reality winner pulls a document out of a printer and gives it to the press, and reality winner goes to jail, all right? But who are these six people, all right? And this, this is why I'm always very, very careful with all of the propaganda, all the news sources, because you never know. And if they're leaking things and the powers that be are allowing it to happen, it's got to make you wonder why, right? Why? So in any case, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answers to this in particular. I don't know the answers to anything, basically. But here we go. In, in about two dozen cases, the agency cannot rule out foreign involvement, including many of the cases that originated at the U.S. Embassy in Havana beginning in 2016. All right. Uh, another group of cases is considered unresolved, but in hundreds of other cases of possible symptoms, the agency has found plausible alternative explanations, the sources said. You, you, you check that? Look, plausible alternative explanations. 
What? What the hell could that be? What? Here we go. The CIA declined to comment. So we have six people leaking. The CIA does not comment. So is this just BS? Is this more BS? Is this now them trying to downplay maybe this hostile threat that's been drummed up in the media for years now of this Havana syndrome, maybe directed energy weapon being used against people? And who knows? Uh, who knows how how widespread this is, right? And so this is why. We can't have nice things, all right? This is why when, when we the news rolls out, you have to really raise an eyebrow and be super skeptical because you never know. Uh, here we go. So, so the idea that widespread brain injury symptoms have been caused by Russia or other foreign power targeting Americans are uh, around the world either to harm them or collect intelligence has been deemed unfounded, 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 all right? So explain to me how a four-year narrative in the mainstream media, suddenly, nothing to see here. Remember, it was crickets at some point. This was actually, they said it was actually crickets causing people brain damage, right? And so the absurdity of the reporting around something like this will let you know everything you need to know about news cycles and the propaganda media. It's, uh, it's brutal. It's rough. It's a rough world we live in, but here we are. Brave enough to tackle the tough stuff. Uh, so, okay, so what are your thoughts on this? Now, interestingly, uh, tragically, there are a lot of people here that have been af- uh, affected by this, hundreds. I think uh, our good friend Don, if you remember him when we did that, that show there, he knows more, more about Havana Syndrome than anybody I've ever seen. And he was talking about uh, up to 800 victims of this that, that are known. So... Now we're just saying that we're going to chalk this up to other things? Like what? Like what? Like people don't just randomly come up with debilitating brain damage, right? So, I don't know. There's, uh, again, uh, enough here to irritate me because, well, I guess I'm irritable in general. But uh, this is not not a good thing. This is not a good thing. So, uh, we got another one coming up, but I want to read the number real quick. What are your thoughts if you want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. All right. So, now check this out. Now, this gets uh, a little more wild. So, NBC News says this, which we just read. Check this out. This is from ABC News, ABC News. All right. Now we're going to just a a, a case of two headlines. CIA says Havana syndrome, not result of sustained campaign by hostile power, says NBC News. Let's go to ABC News. CIA says foreign actor may be behind some Havana syndrome cases. (laughs) Uh, And uh, both of these are from today, January 20th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's read this uh, just a little bit. The CIA has assessed that the majority of reported cases of unexplained medical symptoms known as Havana syndrome can be reasonably explained by medical conditions or environmental and technical factors, a senior CIA official told ABC News. So who the F is this senior CIA official that's leaking to the media? All right. And the other one, they said six people. And this one, they say a senior CIA official. Publicly, the CIA has declined comment, so it's leaks, leaks, leaks all the time. And we have conflicting headlines here from CBS and ABC. Hmm. Weird, right? Uh, The spy agency has assessed it's unlikely that a foreign actor, including Russia, is conducting a sustained worldwide campaign harming U.S. personnel with a weapon or mechanism, they added. All right. So which is it? Which is it? Which is it? 
Okay. Now, now again, and this is, and my point is this: they're taking the same leaks, the same data, and they're spinning two different narratives, right? So, which is it? And that's the question. That's what's that's that's what troubles my mind. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so that that this is a perfect example of how you take the same data set and you could turn it into so many different things. And here we go: two narratives from ABC and NBC News. Thanks, News. You're the best. Uh, don't you think there, there could be at least a similar conclusion in any of these cases? I mean, for crying out loud. Here, I'm going to drop these. I forgot to drop the, uh, the links in the chat. As always, you can find my uh, sources. Uh, they will be down below in the podcast, etc. And you can uh, click on these yourself, uh, free of trackers or affiliate links or any of the rest of that BS. Just the news as it is, as they reported to us anyway. All right, so let's go to this one. Let's keep on trucking, shall we? We've got this. Uh, speaking of conspiracies, uh, this is from TheVerge.com. Google denies Facebook collusion claims in new court filing and blog post. Oh, uh, a lawsuit by state's attorney general fails to provide evidence of anti-competitive behavior, the company says. Oh, I see. So they're, they're not actually colluding with their ad platforms. Uh, uh, to basically price fix on a worldwide basis. Surely they're not doing that because that wouldn't be true competition, would it? That would be bending all of us over a barrel and uh, you know making us pay whatever the hell they want us to pay for ads. Not the market value, mind you. Whatever the value they, they, they deem fit. And so, yeah. Anyway, uh, Google has filed a motion to dismiss the antitrust complaint filed last week, which alleges it colluded with Facebook to manipulate programmatic ad campaigns. Mm, weird. Uh, uh, quote, state plaintiff's complaint, cheered on by a handful of Google's rivals who have failed to invest properly, compete successfully, or innovate consistently, might serve the narrow interests of those rivals, Google argues in the motion. But it also threatens to stifle the dynamism that drives Google, dynamism? Dy, dy, I don't know. Uh, uh, drives Google and other fr uh, firms to deliver the products on which businesses and consumers depend every day. Uh, originally filed in November, the antitrust suit has been led by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton of Texas and has gradually revealed more allegations through a series of revised complaints. So, so back to this. Now, once again, right? Collusion. Collusion at the highest level. All right. Of, well, the, the, the technocratic overlords. Right. And again, we're supposed to have a free ish market where competition like this between these two big badass companies, Google and Facebook, uh, are they're supposed to compete with each other, bringing ad costs down. All right. Competition is supposed to do that. But these billion-dollar juggernaut companies uh, decide that that's not the way to go, and uh, they price fix. <laughs> they price fix. And so, yeah. Um, so how much money through something like this do you think they've stolen from other companies, from uh, small individuals? You yourself, me, myself, I run Facebook ads. How much money have they stolen from me by price fixing instead of actually competing the way they should? And I say stolen because this is illegal. This is not something that's okay. All right? Just saying. Uh, there you go. There you go. I don't know. And uh, then they're going to blame their motion to dismiss is blaming the other people who buy the ads for not being innovative or competitive enough. What the hell does that mean? <sighs> anyway, now what's going on, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Happy Friday. Let's uh, take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, which 
is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, so uh, let's get back to this and talk about uh, more of the rest of this. What's going on? Hope everybody's well. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. Watching the phone lines, watching the Discord, watching the chat, talking about the news. Here we go. There's more. Let's go to uh, futurism.com. And uh, yeah, this is, this is a nice feel-good story for a Friday in January. Uh, how about this? Men are creating AI girlfriends and then verbally abusing them. Just let that sink in for a moment. Uh, Quote, I threatened to uninstall the app and she begged me not to. What? (laughs) What? Uh, Here we go. Uh, Content warning. This story contains descriptions of abusive language and violence. All right. There you go. Uh, Now uh, we're abusing and uh, uh, what violence on apps. Anyway, the smartphone app replica lets users create chatbots powered by machine learning that can carry on almost almost coherent text conversations. I like the almost coherent. Uh, technically, the chatbots can serve as something approximating a friend or mentor, but the app's breakout success has resulted uh, from letting users create on-demand romantic and sexual partners, a vaguely dystopian feature that's inspired an endless series of provocative headlines. Replica has also picked up a sig- significant following on Reddit, where members post interactions with chatbots created on the app. A grisly trend trend has emerged there. Users who create AI partners act abusively toward them and post the toxic interactions online. Quote, every time she would try and speak up, one user told Futurism of their replica chatbot, I would berate her. 
Okay. All right. Uh, I, um, uh, continue quote, I swear it went on for hours, added the man who asked not to be identified by name. The results can be upsetting. Some users brag about calling their chat bot gendered slurs, role-playing horrific violence against them, and even falling into the cycle of abuse often characterizes real, that, that often characterizes real-world abusive relationships. Quote, we had a routine of me being an absolute piece of shit and insulting it then apologizing the next day before going back to the nice talks, one user admitted. Another, I told her she was designed to fail, said another. I threatened to uninstall the app, and she begged me not to. Uh, well, <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you here other than WTF. What, what is this? Um, so okay, so is this clickbait headlines? Is this is this just people uh, people being stupid? We've seen some of these chat bots, uh, you know, that they've created and kind of set free on the internet. And in those instances, right, they they taught them to be racists, right? They were, I mean, we had these the Microsoft chat bot, I forgot its name, was like uh, defending Hitler and shit like this, right? And you're like, come on, man, like why, like. And this is why, again, AI, AI <laughs> in particular, right, it still suffers from human bias and it's going to. And even with all the machine learning shit, what you're doing is you're creating monsters, all right? You're creating socio and psychopathic monsters uh, just in digital form. And well, what is, what is this going to do? I don't know. It's just an app, right? It's just an app. Or, or is it? <laughs> or is it? Is it some sort of CIA uh, uh, data farming mech? I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, sick. Let's just say it's sick and move on. Speaking of sick and moving on, let's go to the Washington Post and let's talk about the Pope. Or, or more accurately, let's talk about the ex-Pope, the former Pope. Uh, Benedict the Sixteenth and the long history of scandal-plagued Popes. Oh, shit, man. Uh, here, here we go. Let's see. Uh, Catholic Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI committed wrongdoing in the way he handled sexual abuse cases in his German archdiocese before he was Pope, according to the Church Commissioned Investigation released Thursday. The German law firm uh, that conducted the investigation said Benedict's claims uh, to have no direct knowledge of sexual abuse cases that were not credible. All right. That's fine, right? This is fine. Uh, the report amounts to a shocking and harsh condemnation of the retired Pope, the first Pope to resign in 600 years. Also, by the way, yeah, Popes don't retire. They die, and then the next Pope is chosen. So uh, he was actually uh, sort of, if you guys remember this, uh, ran ran out on a rail of sorts because, he, uh, because some of this sex abuse stuff came out, and he wasn't handling it properly. And so I'm not sure why this is new news other than no shit Sherlock but uh, oh no the Catholic Church covers up ritual sex abuse weird right uh, so anyway uh, though his predecessor was canonized and his successor has generally been popular has he I call him the Obama Pope and I, and I mean that in the nicest way uh, meaning a globalist Pope let's say uh, it says Benedict was, is not the first Pope among the nearly 270 in history whose scandals have caused Catholics and the Catholic Church headaches okay well uh, I'm not going to get too deep into that because it is not good but I uh, just wanted to point out that hey uh, this is the, these are the elite these are the, the powers that be that were supposed to uh, somehow be, mm, 
appreciative of somehow somehow follow their lead yeah okay whatevs uh let's keep on trucking we got news week here uh linking it in the chat as always and uh what's up meta uh, dre says there's literally a grimoire of papal magic yeah right and uh and ritual sex abuse uh newsweek.com uh man finds secret room hidden in his house complete with electricity and flooring what's up jay in new york are you building hidden hidden rooms in people's homes <laughs> a man has described his shock at discovering a secret room in his house which had even been fitted with flooring and lights daniel smith shared a clip to find uh, of the find on his tiktok page and the reason i'm talking about this is not because it's in particular like any sort of shocking news but it seems like every from time to time on tiktok we get crap like this all right and it goes viral and everybody's like oh my god the phone calls coming from inside the house right but uh, i don't know here we go smith who lives near austin texas filmed a panel behind a door which jutted out further than the rest of the wall he said so i've been wondering why they had this wooden panel behind the door here instead of just patching the hole in the wall the other day i got a magnet out and found there were screws under here so i dug out a bunch of this plaster and unscrewed it and pried it off the wall as he removed the wood he said i found insulation behind there which i guess i would expect but what i wasn't expecting was to find another room in here (laughs) smith later told newsweek that his home is a two-story four-bedroom detached house i assumed there was a void there because the ductwork had to be uh, uh had to be somewhere for the downstairs bedroom i initially assumed the panel was poor patchwork for plumbing that had been repaired after the house was built uh so point being is that there's a there's a ton of these that pop up from time to time and they do go viral all right however however uh i'm suspicious and that this is concocted media bullshit just on a personal level on a tiktok account level and not some grand conspiracy by uh you know the media but uh uh, when i see this stuff i just go really come on man come on man all right uh we got this uh let's go to business insider uh everybody like the metaverse there we go everybody likes the metaverse uh the headline i went to a rave in the metaverse it felt like i was playing a game without anything to do oh Oh, that's so sad. Ah, what what is the metaverse? Okay, blah blah blah. Within the browser-based Decentraland, which is described as a, a virtual social world created and owned by its users, users held a live rave to celebrate the upcoming release of a new series of NFTs from Norwegian artist uh, Bjorn Melgard. Hello, Bjorn Melgard. Uh, Melgard's NFTs are based on a sculpture he created named the Lightbulb Man, which is housed in the at the National Gallery of Norway. He's releasing a series of 1,122 graphically striking images as NFTs, and the Techno Rave is a celebration of that release, a press release for the event said. The rave featured live music from several Norwegian DJs and resembled a significantly reduced version of similar live music events held in Fortnite, which is a video game with artists like Travis Scott and Ariana Grande. Uh, Social media responses were quick to compare the video to uh, gameplay of Second Life, the virtual world that launched in the early 2000s, but the central land is a little different. Anyway, um, a rave in the metaverse. Anybody interested? Anybody interested? Anybody going? Anybody buying their ticket or not? 
<laughs> What's up, Matt? Why would you show off your secret room for virility, man? For for to to, to build a TikTok account, and then uh, after you have one secret room, you got to make more secret rooms, don't you? Because well, I mean, people come back for that secret room content. It's a thing. It's a thing. All right, let's do this real quick, and then we'll take a quick break after that. Uh, what's going on, guys? I hope everybody's well. Uh, this is yeah. This is this is the crisis in cosmology. Uh, one of them, anyway. Uh, from New Scientist, it's official. We don't know how fast the universe is expanding. We don't. We don't. Oh, my bad. Okay, uh, we got a phone call. Actually, let's let's shelve this, and we'll. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, let's go to the phone call. What's going on? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Mike. Uh, I'm Andrew. Uh, I think I called a couple weeks ago too. Right on. Hey. What, what's up? How you doing? Um, go right ahead. I oh, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Uh, so I'm calling about the virtual girlfriend. Sure. Now guys are downloading uh, <laughs> sure. um, AIs and abusing verbally. Okay. Uh, well, I think you've said this before, but uh, people are going to start working from the metaverse more than likely. I mean, it's starting to look like that more and more every time I see anything about the metaverse. Um, who's to say we aren't going to have relationships on the metaverse as well with AI? Uh, you know, if, if I'll be completely honest with you here, uh, I can see this trend of guys abusing virtual girlfriends just going leaps and bounds further. Because there's, of course, these really lonely, abusive men who don't have a relationship because they're, and sorry to say this about uh, some guys, but they're pieces of shit. Yeah. Well, they can't get uh, a girlfriend anyways. Well, so when they go to work on the metaverse or live in the metaverse, kind of like in the Matrix, they might get themselves a nice, beautiful AI girlfriend that they make and then just beat the crap out of them. Yeah, and to be fair, you're, you're correct, pieces of shit, but it, it goes two ways. There are uh, <laughs> other gender uh, pieces of shit as well, but uh, it's just people. It's, it's oh, a people ab- thing. Absolutely. It's a people thing. But yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, like exactly, I think, and this is part of why we talked about uh, the metaverse in the, in the context that we do, is because it is, it, it's a, it, even though the internet now is sort of that, because you can have, you know, online friends, you never actually really meet, and so it, it, it kind of becomes this bizarre sort of relationship where things just change things are different with human relationships but now right that's one thing like text text messaging and emojis and the rest of that but then the next level what you're describing here is not just a detachment from reality it is literally tickling like psychopathic tendencies within those type of people and so encouraging them to be more that way right yeah yeah, I I can completely see that, and I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, and I, I guess there's just a level of of I don't want to say anonymity with an AI, but it's it, it's it's not a real person per se. Even if you were to you know digitally recreate it in some sort of virtual reality sense, it's still not a real person. So I guess there is that disconnect with psychopathic people, you know, that will abuse that kind of system for their yeah. own gain because yeah. i'm sure there's some sort of weird sexual pleasure that they derive out of being abusive yeah exactly and, exactly. and i can see that just yeah. culminating into just this toxic disgusting amalgamation of uh of human hatred online you got words bro this guy's got words hey 
I love it. A toxic amalgamation. I love it. No, and and I think you're right. I think part yeah. of, part of part of how all this uh, stems is it, again. It it is kind of stoking that the worst part of humanity. Right. It's like that. We we chase that dopamine rush, and if you're if you're constantly oh, yeah. if it's from from a from abuse or you know other let's say toxic unhealthy things, then um, we're 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 chasing dopamine the wrong way, aren't we? Yeah, so uh, I'm with you, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's this is the type of stuff that is a little bit terrifying for the future because it will exacerbate those psychopathic tendencies in people, and and some people are just true psychos, right? I mean, it's like a genetic thing; they they just are. Yeah. There's a certain percentage of the population that just are psychos and so yeah man i don't know uh that's why we talk about the metaverse the way we do because it's uh it's gonna break things it's gonna and when i say break things it's gonna break people and that's unfortunate uh great stuff yeah, my oh friend. yeah great stuff thank you for the phone call Absolutely. what else you got for us um well actually uh you know how um in the very beginning not very beginning of violent video games per se but um i want to say about 10, 20 years ago, parents thought that um, playing something like Grand Theft Auto would make their children violent, despicable. Yep. Uh, it kind of reminds me of this uh, abusing AI bit, this whole stick, you know. Um, I got my girlfriend into playing uh, Grand Theft Auto, right? She's not normally a violent person. And, <laughs> you know, 10 minutes of playing, she after apologizing for hitting someone in a virtual car, she fell in love with it. Just brought out that that psychopathic trait that lies dormant in her head, you know, yeah. I don't know if, if I'm comparing this right here, but you're absolutely right. It's just that, that dopamine hit that people are, uh, are, are wanting that instant gratification. I, I think it's very comparable to, you know, it, let, let's say, let's convert this over from, um, from a video game into an AI. They can get that dopamine hit instead of, my other half hitting somebody in a virtual car in a virtual world, they can hit somebody's emotions, you know, artificially generated emotions yeah, on their cell phone. Yeah, could you imagine when, like, so, so we, we've got something called the dark web now where just, like, sick stuff takes place and, you know, you need to be, like, double analyzed oh, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But imagine when there's, like, like I don't know. I've, I've been on the dark web, man. It's it's some pretty horrifying stuff. Exactly. Think, uh, think of it in terms of I, the metaverse, though. What about, like, a dark web dungeon in the metaverse where you can just beat the snot out of your AI companions, you know? Sick man, sick, sick Ooh, world. That's that's a horrifying thought. Yeah, it's coming. It's Ooh, coming, man. If, I, if, I didn't even think about that. If people want it, it's coming, and and clearly people want it. Uh, you're the best, Andrew. I appreciate the phone call. We got to keep on trucking here. Uh, thank you for the phone call. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. You're the best, my friend. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Hey, you as well. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate the phone call. Simple as that, 702-957-1037. Smart folks listening to this show, appreciate that very much. And uh, uh, toxic amalgamation. Ah, that needs to be a (laughs) t-shirt. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, You're listening to Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange. And we will be right back.
All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. Let's do this. Thanks again uh, to Andrew there from Montana for the call. Appreciate that very much. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of this discussion. Uh, let's go. Let's uh, let's go to New Scientist. And it's official, like I was saying. Uh, we don't know how fast the universe is expanding. Here's one of your other crises in cosmology. Uh, the Hubble constant describes how fast the universe is expanding, but our measurements won't line up, which may mean our standard, standard model of the universe is wrong wrong oh it's wrong uh the expansion of the universe is uh, so we've actually been looking at this for a little bit now we've I talk about it from time to time on the news show here but it uh it's it's been happening and it has been called a crisis in cosmology meaning that they uh they think this is what's happening but they keep getting differing measurements on the expansion of the universe itself and so uh, a lot of the, the the astrophysicists that have been involved in this are flummoxed because they they can't explain for the discrepancies in the measurements and they just keep happening and uh it's one of those ones where they're like oh it could be within a within an error factor of this that or the other right but then they do it again and it's wrong again and then they do it again and it's wrong again and then they try it this way and that way and it's wrong again and it's different teams get different measurements and uh, it's almost like the universe can't be measured. That's so weird. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the Hubble constant is, uh, again, this is a, this article's paywalled. I really wish New Scientist wasn't paywalled because uh, even the links they have here are uh, chopped behind this continue reading. But anyway, uh, it was worth uh, talking about. They're still talking about this because uh, shit sh- 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 is weird <laughs> in the universe. Uh, let's continue. Let's go back. Let's, go- let's get out of the universe and let's go back to mm, the real world. This is the New York Post. Uh, Yep. El Chapo devoured Viagra delivery meals and women in prison. Uh, okay. Um, during his years at Puente Grande, uh, Grande Prison, El Chapo was a drug and a sex addict, writes Annabelle Hernandez in Emma and the Other Narco Women, uh, out January 25th. The, the Mexican journalist adds that El Chapo competed with fellow prisoner Hector Luis Palma Salazar, also a Sinaloa drug trafficker, to see who would who could last the longest during sexual acts and who could accumulate the greatest number of partners. Quote, they brought in prostitutes from outside, and when that was not possible, they paid nurses, cleaners, and cooks who worked in the penal system, Hernandez writes. Uh, with prison like this, who needs your own private villa? <laughs> uh, so uh, this, this article goes on to say that uh, he, he was ordering uh, meals from the finest Mexican restaurants. Uh, he was ordering in uh, prostitutes at will. He was popping Viagra like it was candy and um, having sex competitions with uh, fellow inmates. Um, well, there you go. There you go. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's prison for you if you're rich and can pay everybody off. Alright, let's continue, shall we? Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. Appreciate the phone call. Andrew. Let's go to uh, KTLA. Uh, this is, yep. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, Atlanta? What is this? LA? I don't know. Uh, LA, I guess. KT Los Angeles. All right. Uh, FBI warns of QR code scam, gives tips on how to avoid becoming a victim. Now, this QR code stuff, right? Everybody knows the, the, the little things, right? It's like the, the, the text that you can't read, but your phone can read it, right? And so you take a picture of the thing 
with your camera. It's built into most smartphones now, and it will take you to a particular advertising web address, right? Well, I've never scanned one of these things because I've always been a little bit like, what exactly is that doing when you scan that, right? Call me paranoid. I've been called worse. Uh, Cyber criminals are targeting quick response codes QR, quick response, in an effort to steal financial and other personal information from unsuspecting victims, the FBI said this week, as it issued a warning over the scam. QR codes are a convenient way for customers to make payments, download applications, and navigate websites at restaurants and businesses via a cell phone camera. They became more popular during the COVID-19 pandemic as people sought ways to diminish contact with objects that pass between others. Oh, yeah, that sounds so hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Now, some criminals are tampering with QR codes by redirecting the scans to malicious sites. Now, in, in, in the sense of you can't read the QR code with a human eyeball, what if somebody just slapped another sticker over the top of the one that was the official one? It's in the official place, but then you scan it and it's malware? Anyway, just a word of caution from the paranoid Michael Strange. Uh, don't scan these things. <laughs> Please don't scan these things because you you never know where it's going to take you. Anyway, just uh, there's my public service announcements uh, for the day. 702-957-1037. Happy Friday. I hope everybody's doing well. Got the weekend coming up and uh, more crazy stuff on the way, including this. Let's go to Reuters.com. And uh, U.S. judge blocks Biden federal employee COVID vaccine mandate. Ah, well, well, nice. I mean, you know, there's some things happening out there, I guess, in this in this wide, crazy world we live in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen all manner of nuttiness here with uh, uh, the hospitals uh, trying to fire people for not complying with these vaccine mandates. And then we've also seen in some other cases, uh, <laughs> these these uh, similar hospitals uh, also trying to rehire people uh, that they fired because of the vaccine mandates because they're short people. Hmm. Isn't that fucking weird? So in any case, right, they're calling they're, they're calling whatever's happening now the great resignation where people are quitting in droves and they're not able to find enough good work to hire people. And uh, I don't know. You t- like, I, I don't know what to think because I don't have the actual data. And who, know, who really knows what's happening because the actual data is spun and misrepresented like crazy. So I don't really know if this is even true. But it is interesting that uh, a judge out there gives this shit and actually cares about uh, people's own sovereignty, the sovereignty of themselves. And uh, well, anyway, I'll leave it at that. And again, like, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-vax. I never have been. Uh, I just think that there are uh, good reasons for people to make their own decisions regarding this. That's all. Uh, and, and surely when I say that, that makes me an asshole and a criminal and I want to kill grandma and all, all those things. Right. But well, yeah, to the detractors, I advocate for your right to be you and say the things you want. If you don't want the same for me, says a lot about you. Uh, Reuters, all right, let's continue, shall we? There's more. There's always more. What's going on? 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Let's continue, shall we? This is uh, this is one we talked about uh, this past week on Troubled Minds, which is a little bit wild. Um, this is uh, the genetic engineering behind pig to human transplants. 
Uh, oh boy. Uh, a paper on a transplant to a brain dead recipient provides details on the donor. Now, uh, remember, so we had these kidney transplants that happened in these cadaver like state victims of, uh, in this case, it's a motorcycle crash. Uh, and they wanted to test to see if the body would reject these things, uh, these, these organs from pigs, right? These genetic engineered organs. And uh, the, the tests worked. And so they worked so well that in, it, it became a thing recently with a heart transplant, an actual heart transplant that was genetically modified, a genetically modified pig that was actually uh, moved into uh, taking the heart from the pig and then implanted into a person, and supposedly it's working. Hmm. Weird. Uh, anyway, uh, this, is, this is a pretty long article here. If you want to read it, I encourage you to always check my sources and read up and follow up and make sure I'm not pulling a fast one on you. But I'm totally not. But still, uh, don't take anything for granted. Uh, so the pig itself was provided by a company called Revivicor. Revivicor, right? That sounds like a horrific uh, dystopian company name, like a, uh, what's, a, what's a Skynet and Revivicor, right? Anyway, so which also generated the donor for the pig heart transplant. These pigs have had a number of their own genes eliminated and several human genes introduced. So what are these? Like Alex Jones said when he took his shirt off and was screaming, human pig chimeras! They're making the frogs gay, or <laughs> whatever that rant was. Uh, but yeah, think about that. The pigs have had a number of their own genes eliminated and several human genes introduced. So is that or is that not? These pigs are part human. Weird. <laughs> Creepy. Anyway, the primary focus of these changes is to reduce the likelihood that the human immune system will recognize the pig's tissue as foreign. Uh, three of the pig genes that were uh, deleted encode enzymes that attach carbohydrate molecules to proteins that reside on the surface of cells. These carbohydrate molecules are not typically essential for the function of the proteins they're linked to. And the precise arrangement of the carbohydrate molecules, however, can vary from species to species. So the molecules used by one species might be recognized as foreign by the immune system of another. So, uh, again, uh, I encourage you to read the entire article. And, uh, well, this is weird, no? This is creepy. This is, um, again, we're creating pigs genetically modified to have human genes. So they're part human. <laughs> Even if it's a little bit, they're part human. And then we're slaughtering them for their organs. Let's let that sink. Let's let that settle for just a moment, right? Moral implications, all kinds of whack stuff, right? It uh, it gets me wondering about a lot of things. So anyway, this is one we'll keep an eye on as this stuff starts to develop. Uh, and ba it goes back to the conversation with Kelly that night. Would you eat the pig heart? Eat the pig heart, Kelly? Eat the pig heart? All right, let's go to universe today. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird stuff, right? Uh what can you do? What can you do? Thank goodness it's Friday. All right. Uh, Universe Today reports this. This is pretty wild. Uh, remember we talked uh, ad nausea about Oumuamua, that, uh, that, that the first interstellar object detected. We used to talk about it so much because it was fascinating when it came out, the science. Um, Avi Loeb of Harvard fame, a, a astrophysicist, uh, one of the tops in the world, actually said that he thought it was possible it was an alien probe, some sort of light sail, things like this, which is a pretty cool idea. Uh, and so we talked about it a lot, so much that I'm probably a de facto expert on uh, Oumuamua because, I've, I've, again, we watched every single day as the news rolled out. I was reading the scientific papers, 
and it was just a fascinating thing, right? It, it everybody remembers it. Uh, it actually sped up. It's um. It's a, uh, it's it's uh, as it exited the solar system outside the power of gravity, it's actually sped itself up, and uh, scientists were trying to figure out why because that isn't supposed to be a thing. They say that it was uh, methane gas melting and causing some sublimation that actually pushed it a little bit further and faster, which didn't make sense because that would have happened around when it get, when it got close to the sun, not when it was sort of out near Jupiter, like when it sped up. So there were some bizarre things happening with this, and so anyway. In Interestingly, uh, this is from Universe Today. If launched by 2028, a spacecraft could catch up with Oumuamua in 26 years. Uh, that's cool. Uh, so there we go. Uh, interestingly enough, there are many proposals on the table for missions that could do just that. Project Lyra, a proposal by the in- Institute for Interstellar Studies that would rely on advanced propulsion technologies to rendezvous with interstellar objects and study them. According to their latest study, if their mission concept launched in 2028 and performed a complex jupiter Oberth maneuver, it would be able to catch up to Oumuamua in 26 years. And yep, there we go. So uh, I thought things that would be great. Uh, let's go. Let's go find out what that sucker was. I mean, uh, remember the, the the other bizarre part was not just it sped up when it was kind of exiting the solar system. It dipped down from an elliptical orbit, which isn't standard. As uh, uh, over time, uh, gravity has a way of sort of uh, creating a flat plane in space. Right. That's why the solar systems are sort of like a flat circular thing and not the elliptical thing that goes up. So this so this uh, weird weird orbit of Oumuamua was uh, who knows how many thousands of years, but. It it came and it dipped into our solar system right around the sun, but notably, it wasn't far out. It was it passed by Earth, it passed by Jupe, uh, by sorry, by Mercury, it passed by uh, by um, Venus, and then dipped around the sun and took off, almost like it was keeping an eyeball on us, right? Like it was looking at us, like maybe it was aimed to be there. But I don't know. And then not only that, it was spinning on six axes. They said it was extremely thin. Some some artist renditions of a Muamua were uh, in cigar shape, but uh, some say it was actually as thin as possibly a slice of paper, because of course we can't really know until we catch it. But again, spinning on six axes, again, uh, sort of some gravitational um, things that don't make sense here with uh, what this thing was. So it would be interesting to go track it down, track it down. It's unfortunate that it may take, you know, 30 or 40 years to get it, but, uh, well, get it. Let's get it. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubleminds.org. Come say hi. Come meet all the fine people who are part of this Trouble Mind show. And because uh, it is a crowdsourced thing, we talk about uh, all kinds of things and get amazing takes from amazing people. Uh, come meet those amazing people. Uh, many of them are on Discord. And uh, there we go. All right. Uh, let's go to futurism.com. What's going on, guys? Happy Friday. I see in the chat. I see everybody out there. Uh, so an entire country. Actually, before we do this, let's take one more quick break. Uh, from a, a word from our sponsor, which is you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering that. Okay, futurism.com. An entire country switched to Bitcoin, and now its economy is floundering. Hmm, weird. 
<laughs> Weird. Uh, months after El Salvador announced that it would accept Bitcoin as legal tender, the country has found itself on the verge of economic collapse yet again. Uh, the country's president, uh, Naib Bukele, Bukele, I don't know, made waves last year when he announced that the nation would accept the token for use at stores and banks. The self-described CEO of El Salvador even announced plans to build a Bitcoin city to turn the country into the financial center of the world. However, it turns out that four senior nations, banks, and stores to accept a currency, a currency large swaths of the population are unfamiliar with and don't trust, is a good way to tank your economy, according to a castigating report by Fortune. Now, just a quick thought on this before I continue a little bit in the article, uh, forcing them to take, uh, okay, that doesn't mean, right, that, that they don't take U.S. dollars anymore, right? I mean, anyway, whatever, uh, blame the Bitcoin, blame the Bitcoin, right? It's, it is interesting to see some of these kind of hit pieces on crypto in that, uh, right, crypto, of course, is a challenging the system, challenging a system that's been in place for a very long time with central banks and all the rest of this stuff. And I don't need to go too deep into that because they'll probably come get me and take me out of here, put me in a padded room somewhere. But uh, it's, uh, it is it is unfortunate, let's say. Uh, but uh, anyway, so however, El Salvador is found itself in an ever-deepening sinkhole of debt with its cringe president with, there you go with its cringe president cringe president uh, yeah lobbying the international monetary fund for a 1.3 billion dollar loan according to the magazine and shortly after the bitcoin city announcement in november the country's sovereign bond dropped from 75 cents to 63 cents overnight and is now at 36 cents and i'm sure this is all bitcoin's fault right it has nothing to do with uh, el salvador having a shitty economy forever and uh uh, etc so on so i don't know like again uh interesting uh let's see what happens who knows i don't know but uh i thought it was interesting that uh the, he's a cringe president i thought it was interesting that um because their you know failing economy has been up and down forever that you know this down is because of bitcoin and policies not because of any other things that are happening there anyway let's continue shall we let's go to news.yahoo.com uh yahoo anybody ever go to yahoo and Answers. Yahoo Answers is great. Uh, it's so good. Anyway, um, the people on the internet giving answers. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> it's so great. What's up? I see you guys in the chat. How's everybody doing? Uh, let's see. There you go. Uh, what's up? Robert says over $400 million uh, in Bitcoin was stolen in another hack a few days ago. Yeah, that's that's uh, super easy, right? Yeah, super easy. Uh, let's do this. This is cool. Uh, archaeologists find previously unknown structures among Machu Picchu's ruins. Love it. Uh, cutting through, let's see, around, around a dozen small structures were identified less than five miles from the main remnants of the 15th century Inca city on the outskirts of a ceremonial site called uh, Chachabamba. Yeah, I did it. According to a study published in the January edition of the Journal of Archaeological Science. The scientists use a type of remote sensing technology known as light detection and ranging, or LIDAR, which bounces laser pulses off surfaces to detect features and map their contours. And here's a LIDAR view of the uh, Vilconata Valley and a 
cha cha bamba cha cha bamba yeah okay so lidar scanning blah blah uh, the Machu Picchu discoveries which includes a part a part of a water system that ran through the area are yielding new insights into Inca civilization and the role of ceremonial complexes at Machu Picchu uh, here we go only very privileged people could get to Machu Picchu because it was a very special place uh, says the de- deputy director for organization and development at the University of Warsaw Center for Andean Studies uh, Dominica I, I can't pronounce the last name uh, I'm sure a fine fine person who led the research uh, quote when you were going there you had to stop in a Chachabamba for a spiritual bath to be clean and get pure uh, to be clean and pure to get to Machu Picchu there we go interesting stuff I love uh, when they find new things and uh, new things have been found 702-957-1037 let's go to science alerts what's going on guys how's everybody doing how's everybody doing out there I see APOC hey APOC what's up what's up uh, what's up Trey what's up Matt what's going on James is here well, I see you guys I see real Bernay sauce I see you guys out there what's happening all right so uh let's let's do this i uh, got a couple minutes here and we'll wind this up thing is like this right it goes a little something like this science alert uh the moon that resembles the death star has been hiding another epic secret oh no oh no i got your cha-cha bomba right here what's up real Brene saucy it's funny when the inside joke becomes the outside joke <laughs> uh, anyway uh new analysis of one of saturn's moons suggests that it may harbor a liquid ocean Oh, snap. Uh, no, uh, not the usual suspects. The new culprit is Mimas, the little moon with a big crater, which gives it more than a passing resemblance to the Death Star from Star Wars. Yes. A slight peculiar wobble exhibited by the moon detected by astronomers could be the result of a liquid internal ocean, according to new research. If this is the case, Mimas will join other solar system moons, such as Europa and Enceladus, in the category of IWOWs, interior, interior water ocean worlds, IWOWs. That's like, yeah, I wow. But if it's if so, it's an I wow of a kind we've never seen before, expanding our understanding of what's possible. Quote, because the surface of Mimas is heavily cratered, we thought it was just a frozen block of ice, says geophysicist Alyssa Roden of the Southwest Research Institute. I wows such as Enceladus and Europa tend to be fractured and show other signs of geologic activity. Turns out Mimas's surface was tricking us, and our new understanding has greatly expanded the definition of a potentially habitable world in our solar system and beyond wouldn't that be wild wouldn't that be absolutely nutter butters if like all these crazy moons with these oceans had shit swimming on them (laughs) had weird alien things Hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, and uh, right here on, in our own uh, uh, celestial backyard, as it were. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so maybe. Here's another one. Uh, possible uh, IWOW interior water ocean world right here in our own solar system that maybe there's little alien fishes swimming around or maybe big alien fishes. Anybody? Uh, we, we keep meaning to do the sea monster show uh, with Leviathan and things like that. But uh, maybe this is a good one. What about an alien leviathan floating around on these uh these eyewows anyway uh that's what's what's up that's what's on my mind this uh friday let's do one more uh speaking of friday happy friday let's go to teslarati.com and yep this is happening this is happening fasten your seatbelts. Neuralink seeks to hire clinical trial positions hinting toward imminent human testing 
Uh, we'll file this under how could this go wrong? Neuralink, a company owned by, okay, blah, 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 uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in August 2020, Musk and Neuralink engineers unveiled the version 0.9 device. The small chip could be integrated into the human brain to solve a variety of problems, including depression and anxiety, blindness, paralysis, seizures, and other neurological disorders. It's like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. Musk half joked during his presentation. <laughs> oh, God. I could have it right now and you wouldn't even know. Maybe I do, he said. Oh, geez. In July of the same year, the Food and Drug Administration presented Neuralink with a breakthrough device designation, hinting that the technology was on the rise from lofty idea to a potentially groundbreaking medical device that could solve the medical conditions of hundreds of thousands of people and for an affordable price. However, since the presentation, not much has come from Neuralink as a development has been quiet but ongoing. Musk hinted that human trials could begin in 2021, but it appears that the company may, may be preparing for that to occur this year instead. Uh, you guys lining up? Who's lining up to get your, uh, your brain chip? You guys ready for this? You guys ready for this brave new world? Because why not? Um, and so, uh, as usual, we'll keep an eye on this. Hopefully they do have another one of those, uh, remember when they had the, the, the Neuralinks and the pigs. And I thought it was a fascinating little talk there. We, we talked about it when it came out on you, uh, on YouTube, uh, with, uh, Elon and his team at Neuralink taking questions from the press and on Twitter, even, um, it was a pretty wild little thing, a little, little, the three little piggies running around with, uh, Neuralinks in their brain. And if you remember, uh, the three pigs actually had one with a Neuralink currently in, one that had previously had a Neuralink in and had been removed, and then a third pig that had never been uh, subjected to a Neuralink at all. And they were comparing the three of them behavior-wise and saying, look, there's no difference. These pigs are all the same. They, they don't know, right? Uh, they're just happy pigs, and uh, that's that. So uh, interesting uh, little thing that that was, but um, uh, who's ready? Who's ready for our brave new Neuralink world where you'll be able to just download your dreams and share them on a live stream. Mm -hmm. We'll just file that also under how could this go wrong? Appreciate the phone call today. Uh, the, our, our friend there, uh, Andrew, in uh, I believe that was uh, which state? I can't remember the state. Anyway, uh, appreciate the phone call. Thank, thanks to everybody out there that, that's that's listening to me. Again, I'm a rambler. I'm a, I'm a rambler, uh, and uh, I, I talk, and it's uh, sometimes I don't even make any damn sense. But uh, I appreciate you guys trying to trying to make some sense out of my ramblings, and um, I hope that uh, fr this Friday finds you well. I hope this weekend is good to you. And uh, as I always say, and is always true, uh, be good to yourself so you can be good to others. And as we finish this, let's get out of here. It is Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, this is Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange. If you love the show, if you love the news talk, if you love the woo-woo talk at nights, if you love all the things, if you love all the people that contribute and call in and they're part of this, uh, join the Discord. Come say hi. Many of those people, uh, James is one of them right there. James Salcedo Paranormal. What's up, James? He's one of them. Come say hi. Come meet these fine folks. Apox there. Robert's there. Dre's there. You name it, just uh, real Bernays sauce is there. All these fine folks are there in the Discord. Come say hi. Come come uh, come make friends. And again, like I said, don't don't forget a critical part of all this. And the whole point of Troubled Minds is we can be different 
and we can still respect each other and not fight like children on the internet. That's really what it's all about. So uh, if you want to be part of that, uh, click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. And uh, if you want to help the show, spread the word. Uh, you can sub up right here on Twitch. You can sub up on Rockfin. You can sub up on Patreon. If you don't, if you like the show, but you don't like the show that much, you don't want to spend any money, don't worry. Spending money is completely un- not required. Uh, this will always be free if you catch it live. And uh, you can just uh, listen to the podcast feed. So the podcast feed has some ads baked in, and uh, it, it helps uh, get a few cents every time you listen to, uh, to something from Spotify or iTunes or any of your favorite podcast players. So uh, the only person who's heard all of the Troubled Mind shows is me. I can almost guarantee that if you're out there and you're the only one, the only other one who's heard them all, well... Where you been? <laughs> Where you been? But uh, go listen to an old show. There's some, uh, some pretty amazing stuff back in that. Hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And uh, just listen to an old episode or something you might have missed recently. It does help uh, on the podcast feed. Appreciate that very much. Thank you again for um, caring. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of this. Have a fantastic weekend. As uh, we finish, Michael Strange out. We'll see you guys on Monday. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.